Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a great day today. Um, welcome to The Circles. Um, this is a new podcast that we are starting up. And um, I mean, we talked about starting a podcast, but we never got a chance to. So um, this starts now. We are your hosts, Jacqueline and Fong, and today we'll be quickly covering some gaming news that has happened in the last week. Jackson, what is your topics tonight? Thank you for passing it on to me. Uh, like he said, we're just going to keep this quick, real, a real, oh, whoops, <laughs> a, a real quick summer. We don't want to waste a lot of your time. And to get started, uh, just, just earlier this week, European Parliament voted to take action against loot boxes, gaming edition, gold farming, and uh, more. During their press conference, they recognized that the value of video games in helping with education, mental health, and other aspects of life, but they were able to conclude that the predatory ways of loot boxes and essentially legal underage gambling were not to be allowed in video games. This is sort of a harping on something that most of the gaming world had recognized already. We know Overwatch took out their loot boxes for a similar reason. Uh, next, may, some of you may have heard of it, the Callisto Protocol, which is a horror game. I know I saw some ads for it on YouTube. Has failed to hit sales target, and the publisher stock plummeted. It was co-created by uh, Glenn Schofield, who helped work on Dead Space. Uh, Gamers Reviews say that although the graphics, sound design, and everything that has to do with hardware is magnificent, the game is too short in about seven to eight hours, and they just did not get enough marketing out in advertising the game, and of course has negatively affected their stocks. Uh, and from Eurogamer, we see that Valve had a huge leak in that their quote-unquote entire asset repository leaked online, including cut content for Team Fortress 2 and Half-Life, Neither of these games have been getting a particularly large amount of support as they were released quite a while ago, but this was kind of eye-opening to the community because, I mean, not just Half-Life and uh, TF2, but, you know, CS Source, Portal, Days of Defeat, and then uh, Half-Life 2 multiplayer was leaked. It was just some... uh, potential cosmetics ideas for additions to the game but this was still quite quite interesting to see and odd how they were never uh how they had to be leaked as i can't imagine any you know anyone getting too excited over (laughs) half-life 2 dlc anymore uh and for our final topic of this week we see uh ubisoft paris a split off uh developer in the greater ubisoft company uh they're going on strike to protest their ceo's quote-unquote catastrophic comments that the ceo had made uh obviously noticing all of you have probably noticed that ubisoft has been quite lackluster in their video game output in the last uh, little while so to for the ceo to say that they will be cutting 200 million euros in um annual budget that's a lot. The, uh, that is a yeah, lot. It definitely uh, ruffled some feathers at the uh, Ubisoft Paris studio, and they are going on strike. Um, uh, all right, let's kick off with uh, Ubisoft Paris employees are going to strike and protest. Um, what has been going on, and what are they going to do to fix this? Uh, I think they what they're protesting to get is targeted restructuring, 
divesting some non-core assets, like throwing out some stuff, you know, to try to save money that they weren't necessarily going to use, kind of money pits, maybe like just some, okay. uh, what's it called, concepts that they were probably investing too much into. Their output has been really lackluster the last little while, obviously. They've only had about 18 days this year to do something, but this has been a common complaint of people who play Ubisoft games is that they just really are not... They really just are not up to par and not given the respect that they probably should be. Do you think the employees should be getting blamed for his own failures, or how do you think? I, I think that maybe the CEO didn't necessarily plan on you just you know two hundred million euro budget cuts. Okay, but some of the employees may have assumed that that meant layoffs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's never good. And maybe on top of that, they felt that they were already being pressured into making, you know, games that they knew weren't up to par, Mm -hmm. but they now have 200 million less total euros to do that with. So they were probably just kind of upset at the lack of care that the, that Ubisoft seems to have for the, their output anymore. And I, I agree with them. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, that was a really good um, one, and we're gonna hog- we're gonna jump over to Valve's. And what have you noticed? That's what's going on in Valve, like TF two, and like what's been going on with that. Uh, they were exposed by someone on Twitter. I do not know the name, but uh, they had been holding on to them since 2016, and just released them because they felt as if you know none of the it wasn't really relevant anymore. But they are you know, potential cosmetics and stuff for TF2, CS Source, Half-Life 2, Portal, you know, games that are quite old but still have a pretty good kind of, you know, cult mm-hmm. following. Um, with, uh, as you know... Oh, oh go ahead. Sorry. Go I, I was just going to say, oh. as you know, uh, Counter-Strike and TF2 have quite vast um, Steam marketplaces mm-hmm. where... You can basically buy and trade the items as NFTs. So m- some people, you know, this may be quite a shock to them that they were planning on adding more, but never ended up doing it. And with 2023 coming up, can you see these games holding on much longer? As I mean, these games have been out for some time now. And do you think they would be um, receiving a long due overhaul, or what do you think is going to happen? Because 2023, I don't think I think coming up. Is... I mean, it's I mean, 2023 already started, but like. It's a year where a lot of companies are going to try and push games out this year. So I want to see your opinion. Yeah. Like, do you think those I, games will still start? Like, you think it's going to start falling behind, or what do you think it's going to happen? I think the games have been only kept up due to their cult following for a while now. I don't think it really it costs Valve anything at this point to keep them running. So they are probably just going to keep doing that. I uh, I'm sure they will only decrease in popularity as time goes on, and they really won't be doing much to it anymore as for um the callisto protocol i had watched the full trailer and read about it when i saw it and it looked like i said everyone said it looked really graphically impressive and i completely agree with them i wish uh i wish it would have been a more quality product because i was looking forward to maybe playing it whenever it came out Mm -hmm. but i think it's a testament to the fact that it had a low sales target because i didn't even know it came out yet um, do you know like I what made was cost like maybe like that. could it be like marketing or something like that? Like what I think, do you think it was you, definitely like, marketing. Yeah, it was that was most of it because um you know, this was co created by mm-hmm. the guy who made Dead Space, which is a 
it was a pretty popular game. Mm-hmm. I think I only ever saw one ad for it, and like I said, I didn't even know it when it was coming out. So um, and like is so uh, what is this? Uh, what platform is it on? Is it on Steam? Uh, like uh, where, uh, where can you get these? Yeah, if you want to get the uh, Callisto Protocol, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's on the newest gen consoles and uh, Steam. If gotcha. you want to check that out, because I know um, like some games with uh, like. They play a huge role in marketing. Like they advertise it everywhere: YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Like they'll advertise it a whole bunch of times. Um, like, and I feel like sometimes um, marketing plays in a big role in these because you're making a new game and you're advertising these. And I feel like this game kind of lacked it. Like not everyone knew about it. You know what I'm saying? So like, and um, I could see why it wasn't a really big hit. Yeah, I think they really just needed to put more into marketing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, coming up on our last topic about the European Parliament votes to take action against loot boxes yes. and gaming, what is your opinion on that? I I think that is perfectly fine. The um, predatory nature of some of the games made by EA really could be considered gambling, especially if they provide a advantage or, you know, a very sought-after item. I think uh, loot boxes just in and of themselves, removing microtransactions are perfectly fine, like video game practice, but the microtransactions as a whole, mm-hmm. a real-life element that can definitely be the cause of a video game addiction or a gambling addiction, which, of course, is not good. Gotcha. And um, do you think that they're... Uh, uh, do you think they're adapting to this in a right manner, or do you think they could handle this like a lot differently? I feel like this uh, topic has been kind of mulled over for at least a few years now. Okay. I think that the voting of making it illegal was really, at least in Europe, was uh, probably pretty inevitable. It was just a matter of time when they were going to do it. As in the u.s i don't i it's just of all the things come going on in the united states right now it's really not at the top of the uh the government's docket gotcha. i'm sure if you know mm-hmm. it was really brought up as quite an issue they would do something about it mm-hmm. or maybe not but at least it would be talked about i yeah i don't think okay on top of um, the fact that european parliament isn't just the united states mm-hmm. up every country in the eu which is a lot more people right so and i totally see where you're at and wrapping up tonight's podcast we are gonna uh fill you guys in with some uh upcoming tryouts info for the springfield capitals uh springfield capital will be hosting the rocket league tryouts on tuesday january 24th and wednesday january 25th from four to seven um tryouts will be held at lincoln magnet arrived at 345 um uh, another quick reminder is Rocket League tryouts are coming up in less than a week, so you must fill out the form of the district. Uh, actually, not the district. Um, the spring It's in the Capitals Discord, so uh, you guys will get a link to that. And um, we'll see you then. But uh, until next week, uh, we will shall keep you updated. Thank you for listening.